Hey, what's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams. I can't hear my applause. Oh, there it is. Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. I got all right. money. Shout out to the Coach Gang. Man, what a long day today, man. I've been talking all day. All right, I'm going to need a day off tomorrow. No days off around here. We be back in the building here. And shout out to everybody watching me. <laughs> anyway, man, uh, this is my third stream for the day. Um, as you guys know, I did the morning live stream, the wake up show, part of the free agent lifestyle podcast here on the free agent lifestyle channel. All right. And then I was over on the Satan, the center. He hosted me in his studio and we had a chance to chop it up. As you guys know, uh, great respect for other content creators. Even when you disagree, you know, the audiences are a little bit, sometimes they get taken aback and they don't know how to deal with things. And then you hear the typical responses and some, uh, sometimes, you know, either the typical response is because it's true. And that I'm an incel and a virgin, or it's because they have no way to counter the argument. And they, you know what I mean? They will reach back into what's comfortable for them. And I can't help it. And I also don't want to disrespect that particular audience as well. So what I try to do is educate people. And I do it in the form of what we call edutainment. All right. It used to be hard hitting and focused and intentional, meaning I used to be going in hard and a little bit more angry and pensive. But today we do it to entertain because, listen, I can't keep up with that particular amount of energy. I'm in a good space in life, and I want people to enjoy this programming even if they don't agree. All right? And we keep it hardcore and entertaining around here. Like when I told you guys, be comfortable with taking your dirt nap. It's funny. You know what I mean? Listen, it's confirmed. No one's making it out alive. And I want people to have their fun here, not what could be possible. And I think young men. Are thinking about what can be possible, aka the hope strategy. And uh, what I want to tell guys is this and do me a favor, hit the like button. Um, you know, people think I'm uh, all kinds of things, you know, they can't really get a grasp on me. Uh, but a lot of times, you know, I try to counsel men when you're young, don't try to go with what could be, you know what I mean, and what could be possible, anyways. Like, in you know, if you just do this and you do this particular strategy, what could be possible when you're depending on uh, a variable. All right, the variable or the the, the the person that is the variable is going to be the woman. And uh, for many and many centuries and decades, many philosophers have never been able to answer this question. Women, you know what I mean? And it's been a, some, something uh, of a complex situation, mainly because really men want love. You know what I mean? That's where the reality of the situation. So men want love. We're going to discuss this, you know, because many of the arguments that people have against me often refers back to some sort of monogamous relationship or some sort of one-on-one -on -one relationship that they can have with a woman, whether they employ the woman or they procreate with the woman or they find a love. And I often find back and say, you're actually proving my point. What you really want is love because when I give you an alternative, you say it's impossible. And then what you say is impossible is, well, the woman subtracted from the situation. Exactly. Mm. <laughs> All right. So you're not looking for whatever it is, legacy or anything. You're actually looking for love. And you're using these other reasons to give yourself an excuse to try to go for the love, right? And that's what you really want. So we have to admit that as men, you know, and, and when you frame things in the absence of women, they can't, they, they're like, what? What do you mean without women? <laughs> a woman has to be a part of it. And you're going, no, not really. And that's not the case. You know what I mean? So um, anyway, we'll break all of that down. Um, and again, respects to the saints, uh, the peace to the saints. And uh, not everybody's going to agree. And that's why you go over there and collab with people. Not because we're in agreement. It's because we want to get these things out for men, you know, and I don't want the collaborations. I always tell you, I don't like to collaborate, but this opportunity was in person. 
And, uh, you know, I was like, hey, we're both in the same city. Let's make this happen. All right. Otherwise, you know, doing stream yards and putting them half up on the stream and all of that stuff. I really don't have any interest in it. It's, it's rather boring and it ends up not accomplishing what they want to accomplish. We actually had two men sitting there and we were disagreeing, which is important. You want to see these men, see if they can stand on their principles. And we did that. We did that. We accomplished that. So no disrespect to anyone. I don't want people disrespecting that particular audience or Mar Marquette. Right. If you don't agree with them, you don't agree with them. Right. Uh, what's going on at my door here? What's going on here? Oh, okay. Anyway, anyway, do me a favor to let your voice be heard. Dollar sign CGA live right there on the bottom of the screen. And, and oh, shout out to the coach gang, the nasty boys, everybody for representing going over there. All right. We love it. All right. We love it, man. Look, people came over there and represented. All right. It was fantastic. The coach gang was out there deep and thick and pause. <laughs> But uh, yeah, man, we stood all, hey, the, we represented the free agent lifestyle well, and we had a couple of people uncomfortable. They was hot under the collar. They was like, incel. <laughs> they was like, this guy. <laughs> and that's what we want. We want people hot under the collar, even people in this so-called sphere. We want they ass on their heels because the coach gang, it is what it is. Oh, man. Yeah, well, the coach gang was in there backing it up. I appreciate y'all. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> Oh, it's hot around the country right now. You know what I mean? You with you a big girl? You with you a big gordita tonight? She going to be sweating all on the back of her neck with that hump. You know they got that hump right in the back of the, what is this right here? Yo, C6, L2. What is that hump that be on the back of their neck? You know what I mean? You'd be like, damn, what is that piece of, what is that hump back? <laughs> You'd be trying to reach for the back of their hair and you get to that neck. What the hell was that? They down there sweating. All right. Girls be sweating. This ain't the season for big girls. These the season for little girls. Fold them ups. It's sizzling. I saw the I saw the map today and it was sizzling the whole damn country. I know y'all was laughing about y'all was laughing at me about living in Vegas. It's a hundred degrees everywhere, bro. Chill. All right. Anyway, to let your voice be heard, dollar sign CGA live. To let your voice be heard on the PayPal. Dollar sign. I'm sorry, it's not a dollar sign. It's PayPal.me backslash. Coach Greg Adams, I'll put it right up in the top. All right. This is the season for little girls right now. All <laughs> right. Big girls ain't in season right now. Let me see if I can put it in here. I need an assistant. Working three a days now. This is ridiculous. All right. So I got it in there. I can't do any shows until I keep typing, you know. <laughs> anyway, where are we at here? Where are we at here? Oh, 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 we got three great, great subjects. But let me do the earlier contributors to today's show. Let me do the earlier contributors to today's show. Um, is this the Cash App? Let me reset the Cash App real quick. There were a couple people that threw in a Cash App as I um as I disconnected the show. Did I get John? He said he's falling off the treadmill, laughing at jokes. Appreciate you. Brian Horsley came in after the show. All right, thank you, sir. Elijah Bryant came in, says you're holding masculine frame on that podcast, coach. Yeah, you know, you know, but, you know, it, it is what it is. I actually held my position um, in opposition. Not most of the stream. Most of the stream, we were in agreement. And sometimes, you know, what happens as men, we actually are very close to agreeing, but we slightly disagree. And then we hold on to those things. But that's part of being philosopher, right? You have your thing and you're like, ah, we actually are close here, but it is what it is. I was holding my position. All right. And we kept the flow going. Robert Buster says, stuck at home with C-19, catch you. He says, catching up on your show. Shout out to you. Uh-oh, 
Uh-oh. My man got the, he got the sniffles. All right, how bad is it, brother? Shout out to you, man. Good, good recovery. Remember, people thought you was dead as hell if you got it last year. You was like, you got it? Oh, Lord. I'm going to be dead. <laughs> Not C-19. Now people getting it. they like, my throat was a little scratchy. All right, man. Shout out to everybody that you that was scared in 2020 of getting it. That was like, no, I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm going to be dead. And y'all was okay. Like 98% of y'all were fine. Meanwhile, your menstrual cycles are messed up. Robert P. Elliott says, uh, he says, IDT going on that podcast. I don't think going on that podcast was a good idea, CGA. That's okay. It's okay. You know, these things do uh, become a life of itself. You know what I mean? You do the podcast, then people dice it up and, um, you know, take what they want. And they can make one person look bad and one person look good, right? So it, it would be interesting to see what people do with it. Uh, the, the people who are pro certain people, they can take a portion of it and say, oh, he smoked this other person. And then you could do it on the same side, but it's okay. Um, anything for right now for attention. You know, I don't know. Eric Powell says for the cause in the building. Thank you so, uh, for that. Where are we at? And uh, who is this center? He says uh, valet waste services says, LOL. I had an ex with that humpback. He says, I got rid of her. I don't know, man. And that humpback, you know what I mean? Sometimes you down bad. You want to go ahead and bust cheeks. And you you feel that hump. You know what I mean? That hump in the hey, ladies. Shout out. To, oh, did I get the 10 toes up gang in the building? 10 toes up gang. Shout out to the 10 toes up gang. Hey, ladies. Um, Do you have that hump in the back of your neck? Everybody go check. Ladies, go check. Go check if you have that hump, right? You know what I'm talking about. Y'all know it because I don't have a hump. I might have a pack of hot dogs in the back of my neck. But go check it. Check right here. Check. It's right here. Hold on for a second. It's, it's right here. You know what I mean? And sometimes they hide it with their hair. You can't see it. But it'd be a hump right there on the back. Check and see if you got that hump. <laughs> they mad as hell. New Jersey female in the building laughing. You know who I talk about, them big-ass girls you be seeing them. You be like, she plump. She got the thickness right where I need it. And then you. <laughs> Somebody says, I know what you talk about. They had that hump. All right. That's a damn. Oh, man. That's a, instantly. I'm like, oh. You know, it'd be the little things. You know what I mean? The little things that turn me off. You know what I mean? I love feet. Then I see them stubby-ass little toes. I be looking at it. Nah, I can't do this. The feet got to be on proper or I'll push through it. But when I see that hump, I'm like, let me see if I can find a picture of that hump. Let me see if I can find a picture of that hump. Hump on the back of neck. Oh, here it is. It came up. They suggested it. It's called, how do you, can you fix a do-wagger hump? They have a hump, a neck hump. Oh, hold on for a second. Oh, here's a girl with the hump. All right. <laughs> She got that hump, the hump. She's got the perfect hump. Here it is right here. Hold on. Am I on the right tab? All right. They say guys can get the hump too. Here it is right here. You see that right there? That buffalo hump. Somebody said that earlier. It's, I didn't know it was called the buffalo hump. This right here, she be all thick. And here it is right here. Fix this hump. This the hump I'm talking about right there. You be going and you grab the back of her neck and she got that hump right there. <laughs> right there hey ladies check your neck real quick 
All right, stop. I'm gonna stop. All right, I'll stop. I'll stop. This is an entertainment show. It's a family show. Oh, they put a tattoo on the base of, right there at that hump. People are going to be mad. If they have the hump, they're going to be mad at this stream. You're hump shaming. <laughs> All right. So anyway, let's get into the show. Did I get over to PayPal? Cali West Miami, you was representing over there. Appreciate you for being over there. And I shot at you out. You've been working hard as always, coach. The Satan, the center collab was great. He says, I like how you whipped Rain Man back into the ropes with his beta simp question. He says you gave him a solution and he didn't like it because he's broke and he's dependent on the hope strategy. Shout out to CGA, your favorite content creators, favorite content creator. Appreciate that one. Cali West Miami. Go subscribe to Cali West Miami's channel. All right. Um, again, I actually preface that all the time. I will give a solution. And people say, I, like, that was, I, I noticed that phraseology a couple of times. And that's what you call an infectious, it's, it's basically they find, someone says it, originates it, and then everybody believes it, and then they can go forward with that uh, that thing and try to indict me with it. You give no solutions. I've written three books. that, they, And then you go, well, I, I gave a solution right here in your face. And then they say, you gave no solution. Yeah, And I always tell people, no, I didn't give you a solution that you're like, that you like, that you're comfortable with. What, the reality is the solution that I gave you, you're going to debunk it. Oh, I debunk it. So give me another one. And then I give you another one. Oh, that's not, give me another one. And then they, I think one guy was like, give me more. Cause you don't have any. And I gave them one and they was like, I don't like that either. <laughs> you're going. Solutions aren't meant for you to like. It's an alternative. <laughs> is it perfect? No, I never said it's perfect. You know what I mean? It's weird. Anyway, ooh, these likes is upside down. These likes are upside down. But, you know, again, we don't want to focus. I think overwhelmingly people appreciated it. You know, the comment section should be interesting, but I won't, I won't look at it. But, you know, overwhelmingly people appreciate the collab. They do. They appreciate the collab. Who is it we got in the building? Oh, we got a co-sponsorship in the building here. Who is this? Uh, Andre416. I caught that stream with the Saint in the Center, and you held your own for sure. I think you didn't go in on the game, guys, out of respect. He says, just like we didn't talk about tricking. I know. I remember I got in my car and I drove away and I said, we didn't really talk about the tricking versus game argument. And I was really hoping we did. And I think what happened was behind the scenes, we pushed it to the end of the podcast. We actually had an order. And um, when the topic came up, I was like, let's talk about that at the end. Let's make them wait. Get the views up. Right. I was like, let's make them wait. And then eventually we didn't even cover it. It came up a couple of times, but he says, um, he says, uh, just like he didn't talk about tricking, there were a lot of uh respect on both sides. He says, LOL at the hope strategist and legacy guys over there. We had a lot of legacy ninjas. Legacy ninjas was out of control. All right. He says, once again, thank you for your content. You've helped me a lot. I'm a retired pokey and I have tripled my income legally since being introduced to you last October. Wow. He says, You've helped me uh keep my cape in a case and have stopped me for breaking the glass on a daily basis. He says, I listen to you on Spotify while I'm at work. By the way, this is a donation, not a payment. Exactly. We deadbeats out here. Shout out to the deadbeat world order. <laughs> deadbeat gang in the building. Hey, I'm telling you, man, uh, you know, people can't really get a hold of me because a lot of times, whatever they accuse me of, I'll just be like, yep. <laughs> Incel, virgin, deadbeat, no game. Okay, now what? 
what can you do about me? Because guess what? My views keep going up. People keep watching. Uh, people that don't agree with me, they trying to keep up with me and my pace and my consistency and my effort and my discipline. You can't do it. So all you got to do is throw shade and shots. And it's not really shade and shots if you have a disres- I mean, an agreeable disagreement. But, you know, it is what it is. I'm very much an intriguing idea. My philosophy is intriguing. It makes you raise questions. I put the numbers and the truth right out there in front of you. And then I say, roll the dice. Listen, this is how it works against me. If you if you want to prove me wrong, you have to try what you're doing. What you say, like, you have to try what says what you say doesn't work. Or I say doesn't work. You guys know what I mean. And you have to put skin in the game. So you literally have to say, what you're saying is not true. And then I say, well, have you experienced it? No. I, well, I want to get married. I want to have kids. And I say, okay, when you try it, report back to me in seven to 10 years. And then I'll just like this. All I got to do is wait right here with a catcher's mitt like this, right? Just wait for a catcher's mitt. If you're a gambling man, you know, seven out of 10 is coming my way. Smoke it right to this glove. If you, <laughs> if you literally want to, um, if you literally want to disagree with what I'm saying, you literally just have to throw your shit out there. Go ahead. And I'll wait. I literally will get seven to 10 of you back. Like literally that is the perfect, that is the perfect gambling hustle. By the way, I'm like, I got a 70% chance I'm going to win. How? You can't beat them odds. <laughs> you can't beat them odds. And all I got to do is just wait. And then smoke it right here. Bam, fastball right here. I will get most of you guys before 7 to 10 years. I'll get most of you. I'll get most of my 70% within 3 to 5 years. Smoke it right here. And then I wait, and I'll get the next 20%. And then if I waited 40 years, I'll damn near get all of you. <laughs> all right, anyway. So it is what it is. Shout out to Micah R. He says, appreciate you, coach. All right, thank you guys for the early contributions. Hey, man, we got to talk about some serious stuff here. Apparently, apparently these ladies, oh, no, no, no. We got we got to deal with Josie's mom or Josie's sisters. Hey, guys, this is how the That's You Girl got started. And that's you. This is how the That's You Girl got started into adult life. Now, this is the life that she hides from you. This is the life that when you meet her, you think you're going to do all of this stuff to her and get her to, you know, you're going to run game on her and you're going to get her to be a good wife. You're going to turn three or fours in the housewife and all of these things that are just foolish. Men keep finding out the hard way that this doesn't work. All right. And they might say, I got a girl to do this. Well, you got her to do once. And where she at now? She she ain't no she ain't nowhere near you. All right. All right. But here you go right here. The dash you girl. She says, uh, this is a girl that knows how to taste test liquor. I, I'm assuming this is liquor. She knows how to taste test liquor. And she can do it blindfolded and set uh, uh, and set. And I guess, you know, she can do it blindfolded. Let's go ahead and roll the film. Fair enough. That's White Claw. Truly. No, oh, high noon. Bud Light. Kirkland. Let's go!
and she's proud of herself. These are your little girls. This is daddy little girl right here. All right. She's absolutely proud of herself and the effort she has made to identify five alcoholic, maybe six alcoholic beverages. Later on, she's going to be in the bathroom and she's going to be doing Hi, girl, I love you. <laughs> Josie's so drunk, but I love her. This is the same girl that will be saying this about her future husband. And my husband will buy me as many fucking Louis as I want to. So you're gonna rely a fucking game. No, he's gonna fucking spoil me. No. I don't no. deal with no don't, fucking don't, scrubs. Don't. He's gonna be a fucking engineer doctor, one of the fucking two, and he's gonna buy me as many fucking Louis as I want, shit. as many Chanel's, as many Gucci belts as I want, as many fucking Louis purse that I want. What happens if y'all get a divorce? What are you gonna do then? Sit on your ass? Find another fucking husband, dude. Yep, that's what she's gonna be doing here. And on her way home from the party, she's gonna be doing this. Hi, my name is Haley. I'm a blonde. I have no tips. I make boys fall in love with me. They always throwing fits. I like being single. No, I've never been cuffed. These boys want a relationship, but I'm just trying to. Fifteen years later, ten years later. She'll be doing this. Um, and here's a secret that many guys don't know, especially in today's day and age, is that women love nice guys. <laughs> we may not understand how much we love and appreciate them until we're a little older um, and we've gotten that sort of asshole phase out of our systems. Uh, I'd say by our late 20s, early, early 30s, is uh, the point in our lives when we're just exhausted by the jerks and we have no time in our lives anymore for them. So we really start looking for men who uh, we know will be great long-term partners, AKA nice guys, right? And that's you. Yeah, man, that's what they end up. That's basically how it works. And then they'll be shaming you for dating younger women at the junior college. You know what I mean? I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just, I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in and that's it. And put the pin number and boom, money just comes right out. Yep. Yeah, they'll be throwing you under the bus. How dare you? I still have value. All right. Look at this. Let's look at this video one more again. All right. Party girl, raspy girl votes. Uh, you guys are going to run past this red flag like crazy. All right. More red flags than a Chinese communist parade. Let's take a look here. You know how many Chad, how much Chad seed this person has guzzled? Fair enough. That's White Claw. Truly. Oh, high noon. Bud Light. Kirkland. Let's go! Hey, just give or take. Give or take. How many Chads have been in that body? <laughs> All right, how much Chad seed has been? Anyway, wow, just sad. This is sad. This is a testimony of what's going on here in our lives with the bear. This is the modern American woman. This is the average American woman. How many times you go on a dating app, you do any of these? This is what they think. You know, this is what they think is an accomplishment. Somebody said, do a poll. <laughs> I should do a quick poll. I'll do a quick poll. Why not? All right, how much Chad seed? 
All right, we'll do it like this. How many chads? We'll just put how many chads. I'll put zero here. We'll start from zero to 20. All right, we'll add options here, add options. All right, 21 to 50, 51. This, is it by 20s? I can't tell what I did here. We'll say 21 to 70 and then above 200. <laughs> oh, I already know how this is. I already know how this is going to go above 200. And don't be surprised about 200, guys. It's very easy for a woman to get to 200. All right. It's not as easy as men. I mean, a man could do it. It's That's very simple. I mean, listen, I'm not going to tell you what my body count is and all. But 200 is doable for a man. And I'm not even that good looking. Pause. But, um, <laughs> all right. Oh, we got some people here. Not 200. All right. 51 to 70. All right. Do you want to be the follower? We got some people on the 200 game. All right, let's take that poll down here. Uh, we're going to talk about this subject matter here. Yeah, if she's older than 35, 200 is easily, easily attainable. Easily. Let me see here. We got the wire women vabbing. There's a new thing called vabbing. It has not actually not very new. Shout out to Maury. He's a watcher over here. I don't know if he's watching today. He just released a video on vabbing. And, of course, people have been telling me about vabbing and to do a story on it. Actually, somebody brought it up in the super chat. But shout out to Maury. Uh, follow him. He's in there. He's in the chat. He might be in the chat today. We don't We don't know. Uh, do me a favor. Hit the like button. What is vabbing? Let's get to the bottom line on this one. This is Maury's video about women vabbing. All right. Let's talk about what vabbing is. Wait a minute. Where's the video? Here's the video here. All right. So what is vabbing? It says right here, there's a TikTok. A trend of women using talking about vabbing and is it real? Essentially, what it is is, uh, let me just put it like this: It's women using their box juice, their peace leaf juice, as perfume. Okay, and some people don't agree. Somebody won't. Some don't think it works and whatnot. And there's some skeptics. I actually believe in it. Just so you know, as a preference to this particular topic, I actually think it works. And um, I have I have uh, a couple of reasons why I'm going to tell you it works. All right. But let's talk about what the modern woman's doing with her juices. She says, so you're single and you're tired of it. Sliding into people, DMs, dating apps, even purposely bumping into people at the grocery store like you're in a rom-com to strike up conversations. But have you tried vabbing? If you've been on TikTok recently, then you'll know that the artist of just seduction is on the Internet's mind. Case in point. The sirenized makeup trend, which is blowing up on the platform, promises to bring a man, bring in the man or woman of your dreams. Well, now dabbing is the latest TikTok trend. And I don't know if you guys are aware. TikTok is largely a young person's app. You know what I mean? Like 21 and uh, younger, 21 and younger. So you're actually introducing this uh, concept to very young women. And so thus witchcraft and all of these things that People don't believe in period in, in spaghetti sauce in Louisiana. Uh, people don't, people have strong beliefs in these things, right? They have strong beliefs in these things. And now this is going to be the latest trend where girls on gaming, they ain't going to be showering well. And let me just say this again. There are some guys, uh, we'll, we'll talk about women going sleeve the mouth and them being pleasured by it. So there are some women, many, many, many women that might think this is gross. But if you know experience and you have experience with women, you know that they be they for some reason, they're attracted to even their own scent. 
they're attracted to even their own scent. So now you're looking at them using the scent and having fit sitting pheromones around. Come on, man. This is has more valid um, arguments than it doesn't. Okay. We talked about when men, all right, the best thing you can do is go out with the pheromones of another woman on your body and yourself and your sweat mixed in. You go out there. That's a natural attractive scent. We're just animals, man. Right. Okay. We're just animals. So, um, you know, just like dogs will walk up each other, they'll smell each other's mouths, then they'll smell between legs, then they'll go around. We do are attracted to a natural scent. There's actually some cultures that don't wear perfumes at all, and they use their natural scent so much so that when you go and visit them, you're like, oh. But to them, their natural scent is good. All right? Their natural scent is like, they're like, what you talking about, Sean? Oh, here's another indicator. Um, uh, Let's see. And particularly men, let's talk, let's talk about men because there's some nasty boys in the house. There are some nasty boys in the house. Y'all would dive deep up in there almost no matter what the smell. And I think the more intense the smell, God put, let me not get graphic. This is a family show, but you would not hesitate to put your face down there even when the smell is wretched, okay? Y'all be deep diving in there. Now, later on, what's gonna happen is you're gonna complain about it Let's say, for instance, you busted, right? You roared and you came back to your senses. You came back to your senses. You would be appalled by the smell the second time around, okay? You wouldn't go down there the second time around, but the first time around, it's it's attractive. How do I know this? this speaking from experience. But people do it. It's it's something that is done. There was one more point that I want to talk about this in particular thing because it, there's some validity to it. Pheromones, and I'll look up an article here. Pheromones are actually what people used for a long time before we got to these smelly scents that uses the idea of pheromones mixing with your blood and your no, your blood, your sweat, and all of these things. So these ideas of all of these fancy sprays weren't available as it is in the normal sense like we have experienced it today. So we overindulge in um, artificial smells. But let me tell you something. Back in Mississippi, back in the blues days, back in uh, Greenville, back in the damn Mississippi, um, oh, I can't even think of it. Uh, Mississippi, uh, the, the valley over there, Mississippi. I can't even think of Mississippi Valley. What, the deltas in Mississippi? Your great-great-grandmother or your great-grandmother used to have that functified. They didn't have air conditioning in the bayou. They did not have air conditioning. So you know that thing was funked. And these people worked outside all day. And they went, they didn't have showers like we have showers in the Delta. They sat out there and sweated and sweated and sweated and sweated and sweated. And they had that thing functified as hell. And guess what? Yep, down in the juke joint. She like, da na 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 And she would lift her dress up to let some of that funk out. And brothers would be. <laughs> See, back not even that long ago, air conditioning wasn't even common. Back when in Little Italy, that little grandma was in there making pasta vazool. And Tony came in there. What's going on over there, Granny? Hey, Granny, I love you over here. Hey, we're just going to do a little plumbing over there, and we're going to take little Timmy on a walk over here. And when we come back, Granny and Granny was in there funking it up in that kitchen. Funky-ass little Granny. 
hey, granny over here, and then granddad come in there. <laughs> it wasn't that long. Is it pasta bazoo? It wasn't that long that people would stink. People used to be on the subway, running around, not one drip of air conditioning, not one drip of relief in the heat. Did it ever stop them from procreating? It didn't stop person one time, and people was out here smelling, smelling in the deserts of Nevada, and dudes was still going in, and they were going in for a long time. Just imagine in the damn Bible days, all up in there in the Middle East. Imagine the funk divide that was going on there, and people were still running up in there. So I don't want to be like for people don't for people that think that this idea wouldn't work. I don't know what to tell you. I think it would overwhelmingly work because it's probably what we've been doing before we went to, you know, the the lotion store and she lotioned her ass up with all of that artificial smell. Then once you win a couple of rounds, she smelled like a pack, a can of sardines. <laughs> it is what it is. So I think we're more naturally going to be um, heightened with the vabbing idea than we would, and we wouldn't even know it, than we would the, these artificial perfumes. Perfumes. All right, I got to ban somebody in here. All right, we got nobody with wrenches in here. It's, it's scrolling up too fast. Hold up, what is going on here? Bed, Bath, and Beyond. I never get the story right. What is it called? Bed, Bath, and Beyond. Whatever that candle story is, it's not Bed, Bath, and Beyond. So let's read the article here. Yeah, but this is, is a natural sin. Oh, where are we going? Oh, some people buy women's underwear. And then the idea is to what? Soon as the, Okay, there's a trend where dudes get women's underwear and they be like, what is that? Do they get a piece of her clothing with perfume on it? Or will they grab her panties and go like this? Why are they doing that? Because they like the natural scent of a woman. You see what I'm saying? Bath and Body Works is the one. All right, Bath and Body Works. I always said Bed Bath and Beyond. All right, hold on for a second. I don't, I don't recognize your name to give you a wrench. He says they're weirdos. No, I think, I think, yeah, some people might think it's weird, but that's what they're attracted to. It's weird. I mean, you might think it's weird. It is what it is. I'm not going to catch me doing it. I got to recognize your name to give you a wrench. Some people might be under a different account today, but uh, let me see here. I see some that I recognize. Some people, yeah, that's what they're attracted to. Now, listen, dogs, I listen, I don't know. Let's go into the article. And this is kind of going to confirm it, maybe. It says right here, while now vabbing is the latest TikTok trend that promises to attract potential partners. But what exactly does vabbing involve? Evolve and it's involve. It says to put it simply, vabbing is just vagina dabbing. He says basically using your vaginal juices as a perfume. Perfume. It's long been claimed that scent is the biggest part of attraction. So people have been dabbing their vaginal fluids onto all of the places that they would usually use perfume. Yes, on their wrists, necks, and behind their ears. Now it seems unsanitary. It seems unsanitary until you've been with somebody in bedroom and they've done the most unsanitary things you would actually ever imagine. You will look at them as worse than what dogs do. Okay. 
I've seen it too many times, and I'm like, damn, this person like a nurse. <laughs> All right, and they're doing some nasty stuff. According to Urban Dictionary, this is when you stick your finger, your lady, wait, when you stick your lady fingers in between your lady lips and put your lady's juices between your lady's ears. And it says, um, so that people want to sex your lady box. Okay. Anybody using this cannot claim sexual harassment. Apparently, it can help attract potential partners, and some have claimed it has actually worked for them. It's not exactly. Wait a minute, marshmallow man down at the bottom. It exactly it is not exactly new, though the Urban Dictionary defi uh, definition dates all the way back to 2019, but it's only just exploding on TikTok. The vabbing hashtag has now over 20 minute 20 sorry 20 million views, and people are sharing it as it shit if as if it actually works for them. Okay. Um, here's a TikToker right here, uh, Busted Pillsbury Biscuit Can, no doubt. TikToker at Julie posted a video of her experience of vabbing. I don't know. All right, let's go ahead and listen to her. I don't know who needs to hear this, but vabbing works. Vabbing 100% works. Like, what the fuck? I got offered two free drinks at the pool, and then a guy literally came back and gave me this. Like, what? What? All right, so she got some gifts. All right, like a hooker. All right, let's go ahead and uh, hear some other ladies. Hey, guys, so I saw this trend on TikTok called vapping. I'm not going to explain it so I don't get banned. But since I'm going out tonight, I'm going to try it. So let's see what happens. All right, you guys, the vapping is complete. So I would say the vapping was successful. I, th I think we had about... Man, she got her back blown out. Three men approach us. One man offered me a free drink, which I declined. And then a friend um, also got me a free drink. So I would say it worked. Just kidding. It was four. All right. So she got four drinks. I don't know what she would normally get. That's the problem. All right. That's the problem. Here comes. Um... I don't know who needs to hear this, but vabbing works. Vabbing 100% works. Told ya. I would never steer you girls wrong. So what are you waiting for? Stop thinking about it and just do it. All right. When y'all got peace leave juices everywhere, man, I'm telling you, man, it's it's a different world, man. We in a different world. Yo, these girls out here wilding out, bro. All right, gynecologist, she like. Uh -uh. You know what I'm going to say, right? <laughs> Forget the science for a second. If someone is only interested in you because you smell like meow meow juice, do you really want anything to do with that person? If the rest of you, as you are, is not enough to make them attracted to you. Oh, that's an ugly person statement there, but go ahead. And as my friend Dr. Jen Gunter said, there's no evidence that human pheromones exist or that this works. That being said, yes, scents do evoke memories and emotions and so if you want to do this and it's not hurting anybody else then feel free i'm a big fan of bodily autonomy as you know but obviously i don't think that you need to do this okay she's not she's not going for that one all right there's another lady here that actually used another video of her she goes by shan booty shan body i think it's shan booty all right shout out to shan booty i used another one uh of her videos when she interviewed uh cam newton's girlfriend and she said she'd like to be humiliated this is this one uh, young woman's video here and I do have to do what I have to invoke my fair use privileges over here for these people who are you know they don't know what the hell's going on so fair use right here we have to do this yeah fair use access to copyrighted material may under certain circumstances be verbatim 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 you know what I'm talking about here anyway shout out to Denzel Washington here that's also his music uh here it is right here let's her let's see her explain Herself. Friends and friends, this is an interesting. 
we're definitely in the chipmunk mode. And there we go right there. Video about hey. a topic that I'm shocked. I have not made a video about this yet because I've actually been using this technique or researching it and discussing it for the past decade. But So somebody just asked, did uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, she had a candle of her scent. Remember that? So this is not new. I guess the first time I ever officially put it out there was in my new book, The Game of Desire, Five Surprising Secrets to Getting What You Want, in which I worked with six women who were struggling to make the kinds of connections they were proud of, and I worked with them to turn their love right, around. Through that- Yo, 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 yo. We ain't giving you no free advice here. What the Draw people in. Now, I will not take credit for this. This is not my brainchild. As a matter of fact, there's actually a word dedicated to this practice, and that word- is vabbing. It is dabbing with your vaginal juices. And so in this book, I went to Soho House with three of the women and we tested out vabbing to see if it actually worked. So uh, guys, I, I guys just got to let you know, um, you know, this is the world you live in right now. Um, these things are being done, whether you consent to them or not, whether you agree with them or not. There are a group of women watching these things and they're giving it a try. Uh, some people do believe in voodoo and mystical magicism and all of this stuff and it's being done continuing now refinery 29 read the book loved it and wanted to use an excerpt of the book and that was the section they chose to use now two days after refinery 29 ran it a bunch of other tabloids picked up on the idea and then it kind of became this tiny little media circus so because i've never officially talked about it before let's discuss the why behind using your vaginal fluids as perfume. Does it work? Is it sanitary? And should you try it? Now, I often come over to YouTube sometimes. And, you know, I get lost on my channel. So people were coming over asking me about other YouTubers. Man, I don't be watching that much YouTube of other people. I have the, my comfort zone in YouTube, but I don't be over here watching 10, 15, 20 content creators. I get it. I'm a content creator myself. And then typically I have what I like to watch. I'm often appalled at how much I'm censored. <laughs> like how much am I censored? And then I go to some other YouTube video and I'll be like, they letting that one fly. <laughs> like the term pheromone. Wait, this got 222,000 views. I know I do long shows. So I think my view numbers are very good for long shows, but hold up for a second. How in the hell is this get a fair run? And my ish be getting censored. How am I demonetized? <laughs> I'm actually just crazy, man. Anyway. Is derived from the Greek words pharin, meaning to transfer, and hormon, meaning to excite. Thus, pheromones transfer excitement. Now, pheromones are chemical molecules released to trigger hormonal changes and elicit behavioral responses from others. And these signaling molecules are used in bodily fluids such as vaginal secretions. And that is why you can use your vaginal fluids as a perfume to draw other people in. in the okay, um, well, here we go. Book, I suggest women put it on their wrists because we talk with our hands. And so we might create that waft. I did it today. <laughs>
And as a little fun fact and a thought starter, this notion that our bodies are smelly, gross, and need to be treated by commercial products in order to be acceptable is an idea that came about around the same time as consumerism. So I agree with what she's saying there, and I actually touched on that point. So we have been we have been altered significantly in our behaviors, so much so that most women are absolutely artificial when you go from makeup, hair, all the way down to their damn toes at this particular point. All right, completely artificial. So since consumerism, what you're getting is not a real woman. So much so that if you actually um if you actually took a time capsule 30 years prior to your today's date, right? If you went back 30 years, you would think all women were ugly. Not all, but you would think most women would be ugly. You'd be like, damn, these bras are ugly. They'd be having these crazy-ass, thick-ass eyebrows back in the day. Remember girls in the 90s? They didn't paint. They barely paint. You know, the only people who painted on their eyebrows were like Mexican female gang members. Nobody else had these very thin-out Nike swoosh filtered in with the with the eyeliner, eyebrow pen. Nobody had that. Okay. First time sneezing on a live stream. Nobody had that. And so now these people look very artificial. And then so much so that when we look at young, older, uh, regular women, you see a regular woman, you think she's ugly. Y'all be like, three, two. <laughs> Literally, that's what they look like without all the artificial stuff. Anyway. Now, prior to this, there was widespread knowledge that pheromones worked in transferring excitement, that pheromones worked in drawing people in. In the 19th century, men used to actually take their handkerchiefs that used to go in their suit pockets and put them under their armpits for an entire day so it would become drenched in the smell, the natural smell of their pits. And All right, there you go. There's more uh, indication of that that uh, men and women do participate in this. Let's go ahead. Um, I don't know if she's saying it's accurate, but I understand. Then throughout the day, if they saw someone they fancied, they would take that same handkerchief that was soaked in their pheromones and wipe the sweat off someone's face or lightly dust a little stain on their collar. And by doing that, they would be transferring their pheromones to them, transferring that excitement and making that person drawn to them through their raw human scent. And that is the BDE that we are using when we talk about using your vaginal copulins as perfume. So your natural scent is not disgusting. The natural scent of your vagina is not repulsive. It's not gross. That to be said, health professionals who have weighed in on this topic have said wearing your vaginal fluids behind your ears is not going to put other people at risk. So in conclusion, vaginal copulins as perfume. Should we all go out there and use it? Hmm? Maybe not. May not be your cup of tea, may not be intriguing to you. And like I said, yes, I am a woman that from time to time uses my vaginal secretions as perfume. As a Wow. I mean, yeah, this is where we're going. You know, this is what happens when you, when you, never mind little extra boost of confidence to draw people in no different why someone else uses perfume to draw people in to give them that little extra juice that extra pep in their step and as somebody who has been using this for the past decade i can say i've gotten some great results from it but sometimes i've gotten no results from it i really can't say a conclusive for sure if this does work because once again uh, there's a lot of competing scents in this world and i do shower and have other scents on i have hair products in and so 
who's to say that somebody is responding to the smell that I have added versus the smell that's naturally a part of my daily routine. And if you guys are curious again about how this. All right. That's a no. That's a no. Shout out to this girl right here for uh, being open. Guys, so you know, man, women don't be watching my show. That's what they watching. And then they come out here doing all of this stuff and um and all of that so i will say the pheromones definitely are something that uh i don't know if it's scientific i know people can find science behind it i think it works i've been in situations where we talked about it before you're with the woman in bed you barely throw a shower in or her scent still on you and some woman does come near you and uh, they're not repelled by the smell sometimes you get more women that are you know um this is the idea of chad why chad potentially or tyrone potentially might be getting more women it's because many times they didn't came from banging out a woman and all of a sudden they showed up somewhere and other women are like, tell me about yourself. Could it be the pheromones? Could it be that the fact that he's Chad or Tyrone, right? We can't tell, but I know I've been in scenarios in that situation where it was like, damn. And then more, I'm attracted to you or situations where the woman herself enjoys her own scent. They enjoy their own scent. They're not, they're not afraid of it. And you're looking like, wow. That just came out of your body and you out there slobbing it down. You know what I mean? They're like, I can't wait. Sisters out here are going crazy. Black women are going crazy. They're like, what? That's disgusting. White girls are like this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> White girls are like, I know what you're talking about. You're like, damn. And then they try to kiss you on your lips as if you actually co-signed it. You'd be like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I enjoy what you're doing. You can do whatever you want. Don't bring it back up to the lips. <laughs> they want to kiss you all on your neck. And then you're like, don't do that. They do it. And all of a sudden you go outside and it'd be another one. <laughs> all right. Anyway, man, that's about vabbing. I hope my, I hope I survived this one. They got a whole video on it. I'm just discussing it today. And, Went down and you want to oh, wait a minute. And yes, it's somewhat disgusting until you're in the mood. You're in the mood for love. All right, let me see if I can. I'm closing tabs right now. Uh, I was going to talk about pheromones, but no need to talk about that. Let's do the contributors to the day show. How about that? All right, man, take that down. All right, so here we go. Cash app or dollar sign CGA live. Let's, that's how you do it here. No, cash app dollar CGA live or PayPal link in the building. Where are we at? Adrian Paul, he says, great show. Caught up, I caught most of it free agent for life. Thank you, Adrian. Yes, I saw you over there with a chat, super chat. Must be nice to have super chats. Sitting this one out says the AAU sneakers and jerseys, 5013C in the building. All right. Yes, indeed. The dictator shout out to Richard's mom. I made a bag on DoorDash. All right. <laughs> you made that bag on DoorDash. All right. She was like, you want me following DoorDash? Whatever she said. You got me ordering DoorDash. Where are we at? Daryl L, the second peace coach. He says, you kept me on he says, you keep me on edge out here. Shout out to you. Um, we're going to talk about that now. We're going to talk about uh, keeping men on edge. You should always be uh, on focus. Uh, playing defense. Leary's in the building. Thank you, sir. Very, very generous super chat. But no message. Mm, interesting. Wayne P is in the building. Thank you, sir. No message again. But it's all good. Thank you for the contribution. River Bacon, the vag juices don't work the same. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I know some of you nasty boys out there. Y'all be slipping the scissor. It'd be all in your beard. You know you. Yeah, I don't even need to go in into too much. But it'd be all in your beard. You'd be smelling it at night. 
since are a big thing, whether nasty or not. I want to pull up the fact. Yeah, did Gwyneth Paltrow, she did a candle. Uh, Travis says, I was the one who made the paralegal super chat. I mean, no respect. He says, people expect one person to have all the answers. He says, take the parts uh, you like from one person and, and ignore the rest. Uh, thank you, sir. I was trying to figure out what that paralegal chat was. But um, here's the deal on that. A lot of people want one of these content creators to be the end all be all. Although there are there are some messages that you could tell are on a, not authentic. And there are some messages that you can say are authentic enough for you to believe 90, 99% of it or whatever it is. That's all good. But not everybody has the answers for everybody. So we, I do respect other people's position. Like a guy who has never been married or guys who is particularly young, I might be speaking foreign to that person, especially if he is validated by women. And so in particularly, if people find me and their source of validation in life is women, which is not a dig at them, but you'll need to outgrow that and to enjoy life. If your source of validation is women, you're turned off by my message and thus then you start throwing shots at me and shade. But but then you'll find that men have outgrown that. There's actually a, a video of a man. He's approached by that guy that says, what do you do for a living? And he's in a nice car. And he's an older gentleman. And he basically was like, one bit of advice, stop validating peace leave. I mean, he basically, and the guys that grow up and mature and have experiences, of course, the younger people, oh, you just been hurt. But in reality, older men find out that peace leave is a dime a dozen because at some particular point, you'll get the leverage and options that you need and peace leave will either become purchasable or you'll get it in great amounts or you'll be like, what is the whole point of this ish? You'll lose testosterone. You'll lose the need to have the validation. You've tried to get validation. It maybe worked or didn't work. And then you realize there's more to life than women. I believe men who use women as their source of ins uh, inspiration and they never get over that, you're going to be handicapped in life. It's, you're not, your life is going to be effed up. It's going to be bad news for you. You're going to be that guy. And I, I can't find this, the, the clip. You're going to be that guy, 61 years old, talking about I'm a horny old man. Or <laughs> see if I can find the video without shutting down the street. I'm a horny old man. I'm 61 years old. And you got some big fucking titties. All right. You're going to be that guy. And I find it despicable that guys are that age and they're still there. Remember I showed you the other guy? There was a guy. He was on the uh, Atlanta Street interview channel. And he was like homeless. <laughs> he was homeless. And he was sitting there talking about if you a judge, if you a police officer, female police officer, if you a female judge and you like to orgasm, I, I'm your man. I'll beat the peace leave up. He literally homeless. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, your priorities are not straight. Your priorities are, it's sad. Now, if you're in your 20s, you're like, oh, I can get the bra. I get it. I get it, bro. I get that. You'll grow out of that. Trust me. You'll grow out of that. You'll get, you'll get right there to go. <laughs> All right. But a lot of dudes that are on the internet, they're not successful men. And I can tell because then you're saying, 
uh, women, you know, some of these arguments that I were hearing, I was like, you're obviously not successful because if you were successful, you're not building a damn thing. You already built. All right. Same thing as successful men that let's say pay for play. Not one dude in a successful men um, area arena has come into that group and said, you know what? You ain't got no game. <laughs> not one of them have rolled into a room in a high roller room in casino. Not one of them have rolled into the country club. How dare you not have no game? All of them said, hey, man, hey, can you send that girl my way? Are you going to come my way? Mm. With that being said, we need 20-something more likes. Somebody said, but coach, love, commitment, and all that stuff. Love is fantastic, man. I love love. But before we get into love, I'll show you here. We're going to get into that belly deli until we get how many more likes? Let's get to 700 likes. Let's get to, oh, we're almost there. Let's get to 750. What really gets me is that some of y'all be scared of a little belly. Y'all, y'all see how scrum diddly on shit suck it look? Ooh, ooh, baby girl. Y'all scared of a little belly deli? Y'all scared of a little belly deli for what? Who told you be scared of that belly? Let it lose some. Let it, I know y'all see the football prank. The football prank go crazy. The football prank go crazy. Come on. Parabola. Come on. Y equal X squared. Maybe cubed on some days. Oof. That's a woman that gets a lot of foot traffic. She definitely gets traffic. And this is why she has the confidence she has. She knows guys are going to go hit that. All right. But the problem is she can't keep one of these guys because once they come to their senses, it's a rapski. All right. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> That's what I meant to hit. Uh, don't, she can't keep a guy to save her life. All right. And so she's trying to say high standards, high standard men. And yes, high stand, not high standard um, men that are physically in shape. You know, personal trainers will smash that. I know personal trainers that love chunky girls. All right. They didn't like fit girls. Everybody thought personal trainers like fit girls and they come on with a chunky girl. They'd be like, how are you with her? Don't you? And he's like, no, I like my girl with some damn cakes. I like my girl chunky. Now, that girl's more than chunky. Uh, but with that being said, <laughs> yeah, uh, Lil Wayne, right? Oh, somebody said that? There's a verse about that. I know Drake has a verse like that. All right, I like my girl's BBW. And so I'm sure Drake be smashing BBWs. A lot of, you know, these BBW things is, you know, a lot of these, oh, she fat. But I'm telling you, man, they are getting traffic. Nasty boys in the building. Hit the like button. We're ready to go into the main event. Men are desperate for love, a.k.a. the hope strategy, all right? Um, we deal with this topic uh, quite a bit, but sometimes you have to reintroduce the topic to make it make sense. The hope strategy. Now, sometimes at some particular point, you will be overconfident. You will want to, um, you know, you will want to show your flash and dash, all right? You'll get the little bling, you know, you'll do things, you'll get the fresh gear, all right, you'll get the hat and you'll cock it nice and good. You know where it is. You'll cock it right. You'll get the right fitted. All right, you'll get the right shoes and all of this stuff. And you'll do all of this stuff. And uh, yes, you'll get want to get attraction from women. What that's called is offense. All right, that is offense. You're on the offensive. You're striking while the iron's hot. You're striking first. All right, all of these things, right? You're on the prowl. 
they're trying to show game. And a lot of times you'll invest in game. And so you can do what? You can go out there and you can use a portion of what game is cold approach. You'll go out there and go out there and go out there. And you might think you're having success. You'll get a little reward. I get all of that. I understand that. At some particular point, you'll get a couple of things where a couple of wake-up calls. A couple of wake-up calls would be a pregnancy scare. Or you'll get an actual pregnancy. You'll get an STD or an STI. You might get a domestic violation situation. You might cohabitate and it goes well or not. You might get a divorce. You might get a situation where you wanted the child and she early terminates it. And so when you go on the offense, sometimes you'll get a wake-up call and say, damn, how, what happened here? But in a person's mind who has never been in those situations, he only thinks offense is going to win games. Not necessarily. It might sell tickets. You might get interest. You might have to use manipulation. You might have to use some little strategy and set some screens and let me do this and let me do that, run some plays, be a player. But at some particular point, you'll be like, huh, I got to play some defense. I got to play some defense because this offensive thing, it might be flashy. It might sell some tickets, but I might have to throw up a little bit of defense here. So then you start recruiting defensive skills. You start recruiting, and depending on how you got into your situation where you got to became aware of defense, now you know I need to be very good at defense, and you will make sure you're loaded on the defensive end, and you won't ever be out here doing offense. You'll be like, forget about offense. So what people will do is a person that is on the defensive end, meaning we sell tickets defensively, right? All right, defense, now we don't sell tickets. I'm not worried about selling tickets no more. The arena's full. I need to stop the ball. I need to worry about what's in the lines. Whatever's happening outside the lines, I don't care what's happening in the line. I need to stop them from scoring. See, I could try to score 90 points a game, but that ain't going to work. Maybe if I stop them and put a little defense up or a lot of defense up, maybe just maybe, maybe just maybe I'll stop someone. Let me show you a couple of examples here. I got a couple of examples here. Now, there have been great offensive teams that have won basketball tournaments like, right, the, the um. The Golden State Warriors, for example, are great offensive team that are winning based purely on their offense. They're not really known for their defense. They have a couple of defensive stoppers, but they're really known for their offense. Chicago Bulls, more or less, they only got better when the defense stepped up and they were able to win. Most of their players, their top two players, in fact, Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan and Horace Grant were almost regularly on the all-defensive team. Most people didn't realize that. Then they got Dennis Rodman, who was nothing but a defender and a rebounder, turned everything around for them. And so the defense then became the prime focus. How about this? The football teams. Many times there will be a football team known for their defense that would win the Super Bowl. Many times it's the offense, but many times it's the defense. You have the Dallas Cowboys, the doomsday defense, the purple people leaders. You have the steel curtain. You have the monsters of the midway. You have the big blue wrecking crew with Lawrence Taylor and the New York Giants, very much known for their defense. You had the Baltimore Ravens, who basically had zero offense to be. Listen, their quarterback won a Super Bowl, had no business being in the Super Bowl, and he had never been in the Super Bowl near his ever. But he's a Super Bowl champion. You guys know who I'm talking about. But they were basically saying, don't F this up. And they did that twice. They did that to, to suit two Super Bowl appearances. Okay, Trent Dilfer was the quarterback uh, of the Ravens. Did you know that? He's a Super Bowl winning quarterback, but nobody cared about them. You had the Legion of Boom with the Seattle Seahawks. They were pretty much 
primarily a defensive team. They had Russell Wilson, but remember, Russell Wilson was probably in his second or third year, if if I'm not mistaken. So he wasn't throwing the ball. He wasn't the Russell Wilson that we know today, the scrambler. He was a little bit, but the defense was the leading team, and they have the no-fly zone with the Denver sorry-ass Broncos, all right? Mm. Although their defense was fact absolutely legendary, all right? They had Peyton Manning that couldn't throw the ball five yards. All right, remember Peyton Manning couldn't throw the ball five yards and they won the Super Bowl. Okay, but here's in the situation here. So people have used defensive strategies for a long time and built their thing, uh, their whole philosophy predicated on the defense. In the NBA, the Detroit Pistons, all right, they were very much a defensive team. Many of those teams in the 80s were defensive teams. Even the Lakers, Pat Riley typically was a defensive coach, although they had showtime based on the other coaches uh, that preceded Pat Riley. All right, so... What I'm saying is just because you have a defensive approach doesn't mean you're wrong. Just because you're looking out for things and going, what about this? What about that? Or this is likely to happen. This is likely to happen. People will say you're using fear. That's a fear-based reason you're doing that. Well, that's what defense is. Let me show you a picture. Let me show you a picture. Here's a picture right here. In many kingdoms, in many kingdoms, many people who lived in castles, would actually develop a system of putting their castle in something like this, right? As you can see, many of these castles are in moats in which you would have to have some sort of drawbridge or access to that castle to get to. You'd have to be able to get over the moat. Many times, by the time you get to the moat, there will be clear warning signs that you're there. Even before you get to the moat, they have people on the lookout making sure that you don't get close to the moat, that you don't get to that drawbridge. That you don't say open sesame. Many people have smartly put this system in. Now, what modern people would do, these modern philosophers on the internet would say, is this is a fear-based approach to survival. Mm. Ah, this is based on fear. Why don't you put your castle right there on the corner of Martin Luther King Boulevard and all of that? All right, put your corner, put your stuff right there on Martin Luther King Boulevard if you all that. And then the guy would say, why would I do something stupid like that? And then you would say, as a ham and egger, well, you have a fear-based strategy on operating your kingdom. What you should do is be out here with the people. <laughs> but it wouldn't make sense, would it? Because you're like, listen, I'm the most person that's the, that needs the most protection here. I'm looking out for myself. Why in the hell would I not have developed a defensive strategy? Why would my strategy be all on the offense? Why would I be where the people can assassinate me? You see what I'm saying? So this is the situation right here, right? You will develop a system after a while and you'll be very intelligent to go, next time I get involved in this situation, maybe I let, uh, pull back on the offense and I go on the defensive. So people will mix these things up as defense, and they will say you're fear-based. Many people don't even understand you. They'd be like, well, you don't date. Somebody even asked, do you date? Not in the context of a normal oxygen thief and knuckle-dragger like many of you. I see you out here, and I'll talk to this person. They said on the third date, second date, third date, I don't operate like that. All right, if I do something like that, that would be sense of entertainment, and that would be somebody I'm putting so far down deep in the roster or so far down deep of importance, it would be irrelevant what she actually thought of it. I probably might be entertaining myself at that particular point, but I'm not using that as a hook. With this being said, what is the whole point? 
some people are using hope. And hope is not a strategy. Let me just tell you something. When I give you a solution, and it often does not include the woman, I hear people go up in arms. What do you mean not include the woman? It's like, that doesn't make sense. Because all their lives, they've been using women as validation so they can never see themselves. Sometimes you have to withdraw. And when you withdraw, they say, what are you doing? You're missing out on all these hoes. And I say, I just need a little bit of time to discover who I really am. A little bit of time to become, a, uh, um, uh, have a strategy. A little bit of time to develop some defense. Let me just give you another example here. Do men that go to war take their women with them? Do men that go to war take their women with them? Nope. Do men that go play football games, do they take their women to practice? Do they let them sit and watch them practice? Do they, do they travel with them? Do they go to the game and suit up with the women in the locker room? Do they let the women stand on the, on the sideline? No. Many times a team will say, you need to get completely away from women so we can focus. Some people will say when the World Cup comes around, they will take the, the team away from their women. Some football teams take their players away from women and put them in training camp so they can solely and focus intentionally on what needs to be get what needs to get done. But here we go. Boxers do that. They say, don't have sex. Don't have sex until the end of your fight for however many periods of time. They say, this is a distraction. You can't have this person there because they're going to take the essence that we need from you to be successful, to defend ourselves, to win. You got to get that. You got to get that. You, you want to keep that testosterone in you. You want to keep that nut inside you. Build it up. You want to be out there angry. As a matter of fact, when Mike Tyson Want, uh, lost the world heavyweight championship to Buster Douglas, he admitted that prior to the fight, he hadn't trained. And he also said prior to the fight the night before, he was popping off these little, uh, where were they at, Japan? I think they were in Japan. He was like, he was popping off Japanese girls like they were grapes. There's actual quote of him saying that. I can't remember where they were from, where they fought. Okay. There's some people that send women to the opponent. Somebody just mentioned that. But there's people that were worried about teams in Las Vegas. They were like, we can't put an NBA team in Las Vegas. Why? Because when they come in, the dudes, the, the opposing team, the road team, will be fornicating with women the night before the game. Of course, there's other reasons why they didn't want a team here. But that would be an advantage for the home team if they're out fornicating and partying the night before. So when I say to you that when you're out here in life and every one of your solutions is always centered around being a, having a woman present, I say that's not going to work for you long term. It might work for you short term, which, again, people do. I, they prove my point in this idea that it's never one woman that is the solution for them. Right. They'll say something like this. I've had many women that did X, Y, and Z. And I said, point proven. You've wasted a lot of time. You had to replace. Guys, getting women doesn't just happen like that. You get one, you have one, you lose one, you replace one. 
I guarantee you, you've wasted a lot of time trying to figure out this formula. Ultimately, when you grow older, you'll realize, let me just do this shit myself. <laughs> How much time did you waste in life replacing? I have had many women. I had 12 women that did X, Y, and Z. That makes sense. You proved my point, you dumbass. Women are temporary, a short-term strategy. I'm in it for the long time. I'm in it for the long term. If you have to have had 100 women do this, you obviously ain't good at managing women. You proving my point. <laughs> I don't know why you don't prove. I don't know why people don't realize they're proving my point. The idea is not short term. And love is short. Yeah, you've wasted money. You've recruited. You've been out there replacing. You've been trying to get all these women to do X, Y, and Z. They buck. You get another one. You proving my point. <laughs> so. In this idea is what really is the what's really up with these guys that have this philosophy? I know what it is. I'm an older man. I know what it is. What they really want is they want love, but they just can't say it because it's not really a manly thing to say. It's not really a manly thing to say. So say, for instance, a guy has the strategy of, but what about kids? Right? What about kids? Okay, what about kids? And I say, well, you can have kids this way. You can have kids this way. You can roll the dice and have kids. The statistics bear out that most of the time, fear-based strategy, I put up a moat. Most of you black men won't even see your damn kids after two years. I don't care what race the woman is, but that's just what it is. To the tune of 80%, like eight out of 10, right? Or you won't be involved. You'll be completely excommunicated and you'll be a non-custodial. That's statistical. That's not fear. That literally would be like, okay, what kind of moat can I put up against that? You will literally go, shit, that's the stats? Well, but what they really want is when I say, well, you can go overseas, you can have a surrogate, and they say, no, that's not a solution. It actually is a solution, but people will say it's an option or whatever people will say. Okay, option or solution. But what it proves is they will go back to monogamy. No, I had to have the woman. I have to have the one woman to pass on my legacy to. And then I brought, I can bring up the example. Well, Genghis Khan had 10,000 women procreate. If, if legacy is what you wanted to do, what's stopping you from just impregnating as many women as you want? I mean, if I was going to have a legacy, why not roll the dice and impregnate as many women as I can? <laughs> Come on. That would be a legacy. Why wouldn't I have a harem and have eight women? Because I'm talented enough to buy, get eight women. I will have eight women finance and secure them. I would have concubines and I would knock up all of them. What's stopping you? Hmm. You know what's stopping you? Your morals. You know what's stopping you? The fact that you still believe in monogamy and you can't shake it. It has to be one woman and you have to fall in love and you have to procreate one at a time. Well, that's not a legacy. What you're trying to do is find love. And you must admit that. What you are is trying to not prevent to being, being lonely. And you must admit that. You really are suckers for love. You really are sucker for love. And that's what you need to tell me. When you come to me, 
when you come to me and try to bump me off my square, see what you want to do is moral. You kind of use morality or you might use, say, for instance, well, the Bible says, stop it. You can't do that. That's not even ground. Let's go back to what you want. You want a legacy. Start knocking women up. I bet you you won't do it because you know what? You're broke. Number one. Number two, you know you'll get roasted by child support. And then hence, you'll know I'm right. Number three, you ain't got no game enough to get enough women to knock them up. Why? Because you ain't got no money, number one. And you look, you're funny looking, number two. The last point is you want love. If it's what you want, say that. And I'm tired of you men trying to use me as the reason why you don't want to go out there and roll the dice because you know what I'm saying is true. What you really want is love. <laughs> well, just say that. <laughs> Hold on for a second. Just say you want one woman, you wanted to fall in love with her, you as a basically to show you, you you have game that you can control the one woman. Most men that have legacies controlled many women. You want to control the one in the American mindset of Puritanism and Bible thumping. You want to control her. You want her to be all in love with you. You want the lovemaking session to be about love so you can make a love child and bring into fruition and then you're going to play i'm going to beat the stats okay just say that all right don't beat around the bush just say you a sucker for love here's the thing you know if you're broke just say that don't be mad at me for charging people for my time materials and efforts god because when I hear these arguments that, you know, I'm wrong and all, whatever it is, I never hear them present something that is off, you know what I mean? Like out of the norm. Like I got 10 women in my house. I manage them all and I'm knocking them up to push my legacy. It's never that. It's always back to the blue pill concept of one man, one mo woman, and I'm going to roll the dice against the system. That's what I hear every time. And it's always going to be I want love. It's always going to be centered around that. So I find these people are, are somewhat hopeless romantics, which is a red flag. These people are using hope as a strategy to beat the stats. Of course, many men will beat the stats. You're going to beat the stats. I'm not saying you're not going to beat the stats. What I'm saying is you should be aware of the stats because the mass media is not telling you the stats. You know, you know when you find out the stats? When your ass get ran over by the family court. Right. He says, hello, cool J head ass. Yeah. When you get then all of a sudden you want to come back to my channel. Damn. I should have known better. But people have this idea where it's always everything is sitting around what women think about you. And though I like the ladies, I think that's an error. That many men cannot grow out of. You will not be judged by how you've been able to make women work for you. Let me just give you another example. You will never be judged unless negatively about how much you've been able to womanize women. Unfortunately, a guy like Kevin Samuels died in the presence of the woman, and that's all people can think about. 
That's all people can say about the guy. His last moments was with X, Y, and Z. And now he's now defined by that woman forever. His whole entire legacy is defined by that woman. Why can't you? Why can't you at any particular point take it upon yourself to actually live your life? Many smart people have figured this out. Many hopeless romantics have never figured it out. You can't do it. And when it don't work for you, then you go and say, well, I'll give it another try. I don't know. I want you to have fun with the ladies out here. But this the, the time where you can control them and get them to do what you want and all of that stuff, very few men can do this. Not all men can do this. And I don't think it's even a solution anymore. I don't think it's a solution anymore. People have given great examples about how far modern women have gone and changed. Many of them have monetized themselves to the point of where your only need can be achieved for a very few couple of dollars. And this is nothing new. This is why they call it the oldest profession. But many people have adopted or adapted to the oldest profession. Thus, by the time they get to you and you're trying to manipulate and mold her into what you need, you're turning 304s into housewives, and that's a violation of every damn rule of society. Since the beginning of time, we never wiped up 304s, but here you guys are wiping up 304s. You're actually trying to get them into your damn business. Here you are falling in love with strippers. Here you are trying to save them, and they don't want to be saved. Where you been, gentlemen? This ain't nothing new. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, man. And not all these women are three or four. It's a bit of the situation. But have you been present in the world today? Do you live in a major city? Do you find virtuous women anymore? Proverbs in 31. It's getting difficult. But these guys pride themselves on being able to change women. Man, listen, I'll be better off trying to herd kittens into a bag. I'd be able to, I'd be better off trying to close Pandora's box. I'd be, I'd be better off trying to get the knife. I'd be trying to get the knife like Eddie Murphy in the golden child. <laughs> Give me the knife. I'd be better off trying to get the knife in golden child than to go out here trying to make that happen. And for what? By their own admission, they got to keep repeating this process because they've never had one to do it for long term. <laughs> Come on, brother Noomsay. Brother Noomsay, catch up with me. Now, if you want to have fun with them, use them as temporary and use them as temporary sources of short time. And when I say short, I'm saying under 10 years. All right, you can get a good run out of one. Eventually, you're going to be back here trying to figure out what the marriage will is about. It's going to happen to you. And people without experience don't know. I think what men need to admit to themselves, because even their response back to my philosophy would be who hurt you or something like that, right? So in essence, they're more concerned with their emotional well-being related to women. And then they will attach that to me. Well, a woman must have hurt you. Well, all men have their women hurt them. That goes without saying. There's not one man on this planet that hasn't been hurt by a woman. So that would be a failed argument, but it is indicative of a conversation of a man who is a sucker for love and desperate. 
because he's more concerned about him being hurt by women as opposed to building up his defenses against women. You see what I mean? So that's your fear is to be hurt by another woman. It's not my fear. My fear is to load up my defenses against her. It is okay. It's okay. But I think in the end, we'll kind of wrap it up. I'm going to do a long stream today because I've been talking all day. You can hear my raspy ass voice. But I think if men would just admit this, it could go a long way in trying to understand what men is about because even your PUAs have fallen in love. Right? The great PUAs that you follow. You know, these men that said for years that they've been out here plowing down nines and tens like crazy. What ended up happening? They fell in love. And they fell into whatever system of uh, cohabitation, uh, uh, um, marriage, and whatnot. They ended up falling for the same sucker for love game as you're going to fall for. And give it time. You're going to get that one breakup video. Just wait till you get that one PUA. I don't wish this to happen, but that one guy that you looked up to that eventually fell in love because he's sucker for love, right? He's going to come on here. Guys, wait a minute. <laughs> My girl left me. <laughs> and I thought, I thought I could have her for the long run. But now I caught her. Or now she grew up. She blew up like the Goodyear blimp. She left the house. She moved out. She left me a note. And she said she done with me holding my masculine frame. She done. Now I'm going to be out here slaying peace leave left and right. <laughs> All right. I, I'm, I'm at the point where that could not even possibly happen to me. Who knows? Maybe when I'm older. But that that's not even the realm of possibility, nor is it something that I would parade around like a trophy. But there are some dudes that are sucker for love. They're desperate for love. And they want that. And you got to let them experience that. You got to let them experience that. All right, let's not belabor the point on that one. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> Drowning in your sorrows, you know what I mean? It's okay. And then they want to come in here and, you know, this is a tactic. This is what we're going to do. And you can do this and you can do that. Well, coulda, shoulda, woulda. I want to see evidence. When I come to my show, I provide you with evidence. I literally be like, well, this, that, this, this, that. And I give you the likelihood of that happening. And I say, if you do this, well, this is the likelihood you should accept that this is a consequence. And people are like, well, you can't, you can't live life without risk. Absolutely. But are you willing to get destroyed? Right? Relationships are like a business, but people are like, well, that if you're using that as an example, well, why wouldn't I start a business? You know what I mean? If I'm scared of failing. And I'm like, is the business going to sue you after you break up? After you stop making hamburgers at the restaurant, are you going to get sued? You might get sued by your creditors. <laughs> but it ain't. The the business typically is probably not going to throw bricks through your window. Your business typically is not going to take you to domestic violation court. The business typically is not going to put you on child support. The business typically is not going to throw your name all around fake book. The business typically, you see what I mean? The business typically is not going to cheat on you. The business typically is not going to do something to break your heart intentionally. 
the business typically is not going to penalize you for making mistakes in the relationship. Right? So let's get it all put it on perspective. Um, when it comes to this relationship game, I'm telling you, your disadvantage in this Western system is being the male. Being the male puts you at a significant great risk. Number one. Number two, this might sound, this might sound a little defeatist. None of your situations. Okay, hold on for a second. Let me phrase this right. The vast majority of your interactions with women will be absolutely. Let me just say it, they, they're going to end. It's going to end. I won't be too negative. It's not going to last. Now, you might be fine with that. I was in it for the short term. Many sucker for loves are in it for the long term. You're not in it to get breaking up, right? Who, who gets it? Who gets into relationships to break up? Not many people. And if you're a sucker for love, hopeless romantic, it's going to, it's going to come into an end. And you're going to, you're going to lose yourself in these relationships, right? You should lose yourself in your business, but you're going to, it's going to happen. And I want to prevent men from making that happen. He says the relationship, yeah, the relationship could last 50 years. It's about the one, right? I, I understand that. But let's go down. And this is kind of what I want to help women out with, right? They go for 40 years and they're like, I'll find the one after all, after 40 years. And that's you. And I say, okay, give me your statistics for the first 40 years. Like, what did the last 40 years, your first 40 years of your life look like statistically? How did you do in relationships? They literally broke up with all the people. <laughs> Every single person they've been with since 13, 14, 15, junior high school, when you were eating gumballs and, and jawbreakers, you lost every single one. All of them. All. <laughs> I'll keep playing the game. Okay. Not going to change up anything about it. Many times you've lost them all and they've all been the fault. He was an asshole. He was a jerk. He was a deadbeat. Not going to change anything about yourself, huh? In my situation, I literally changed. I was like, all right, I tried that. Let me change that. All right. Oh, I got a philosophy that works. Oh, man. Anyway, have have fun with ladies. Have time. If it's a short period of time, have a short period of fun. But I will say this. Don't act like you're mastering women out here. I, I think you guys are absolutely <laughs> fooling yourself. Because gu guarantee you, you say, I master women. Okay, what was the woman you was with two years ago? Where's she at? I got rid of her. Why? Well, she wasn't doing what I was supposed to do. Exactly. <laughs> I, wait where do we disagree at you literally you're literally agreeing with me i had to give me a new one <laughs> you agree with me you can't keep one doing what you want long term you literally like i got 15 women doing this for me over the past 20 years you then you you're not good at mastering women <laughs> dumbass 
You don't master women well. You keep constantly having to replace them. Jesus Christ, man. God dang. I'm like, what do you, where do you disagree with me? Do you really know what I'm trying to tell you? That's what I'll be sitting there like. <sighs> Jesus. Anyway, let's get to it. Or she got old or she rejected me. She cheated. Whatever you want to say. If you constantly replacing a woman, but saying that you mastered them and you can get them to do what you want them to do. And you, but you keep having to replace them. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm literally confused as to why you disagree with me. You literally agree with me. All right. Anyway. And so my system says, find a defense system. So when you have to replace their ass, you'll be ready. What's wrong with that? You acted like you surprised she wasn't doing your bidding no more. And I'm telling you, don't be surprised. They're here for short term. They're here for a short time, not a long time. The modern woman, that is her, per that is her situation right now. The majority and the ones that are going to do your bidding, they've already been selected. <laughs> Somebody says, why do I, not, I pretend that Donovan Sharp is married? Again, you act like I'm sitting here trying to figure that out on a daily basis. Why do y'all be putting Donovan Sharp shit on my shit? He lives all the way across the country. You think I'm concerned about that? Why are you bothered by that? Is it is who's in here? You bothered by that? You think I lose sleep over that? I don't give a damn. He got a podcast. I showed up. What the fuck are you talking about? You care about that. I have no care about that. I'm I'm actually appalled. Like I'm sitting there waiting. Oh, let me check my show off. Is Donovan married? Why would why would I care about something like that? I do two streams a day. I'm on my third stream today. I haven't eaten all day long. You're asking me about Donovan Sharp. Shout out to Donovan Sharp. But I haven't eaten all day. Why do y'all worry about shit like that? Now, if you're saying in your mind, well, I thought he was a big bad PUA and he's married to whoever he's married to. Okay, yeah, you got a point. Cut all the videos you want. But why are you worry about me and you, <laughs> me and him? He don't got nothing to do with me. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Where are we at? Uh, let's see here. We got River Bacon already. Oh, maybe we didn't. I did get river bacon. He says the vast juice don't work the same. Justin Gonzalez says, I seen a guy with ring game wife on a motorcycle. Oh, there's nothing more. Oh, I had this big plump woman that used to come through on a slow Tuesday. She was like, I want to go on a motorcycle ride with you. I was like, man, you got to be half my size to get on the back of my damn motorcycle. <laughs> you got to be half my size. Where are we at? You cannot be double my size and get on the back of my damn bike. I bet you hurt. I don't know if you know when women bend over, their hips open up, their hips widen. Their, I think their pelvis widens up. This would be helping them do childbirth. So when they bend over or in any position, their pelvic wides. Like that's why their hips will come out like this, right? And this is why many women do position their legs certain ways so their pelvis can 
can move and open and rotate and then they'll look like they have a bigger butt. If a woman's on the back of a motorcycle and she already has a wide ass, her ass will be 10 times wider on the back of that bike. You will be like, damn. This is why women look good on motorcycles, especially if their rear end looks good. This is why they look good because the position opens up their pelvis. All right. And it looks great. Then she get off and she get off the bike. She looking like uh, 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 <laughs> she looking flat back. He was like, damn, where did it go? But if she already wide standing there, oh, my God, that thing going to be looking like, whoo. Shout out to Jay. He said, did you see? Who is this? And the gang got arrested. Who? Who is A.O.? I don't know what that is. Who is A? Somebody got arrested? Somebody please explain. Because it says A.O. something or something. I can't see what that says. Who got arrested? Uh-oh. Does, uh, does, wait. Dejan. D. Dixon says the football print don't work the same, coach. The football print don't work. Don't print the same. The football don't print the same. All right. Higher image status says tender hard, seeking harder with no leverage yet. Mm -hmm. Now, so that's the big deal, man. Um, if you go to my streams on seeking, um, I actually counted the not, amount of women that contact me on a daily basis. Hungry as hell. It, oh, AOC got arrested. Hold on for a second. AOC got arrested or the dude that said something about AOC? arrested hold on for a second oh hell yeah <laughs> right aoc arrested now we're talking hell yeah hey hey new 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 world order. please oh who else got arrested talib quilly spear wait when they got arrested more arrested oh hell yeah where's the video oh man no they trying to pull the martin luther king it's fake they did that to show up. Oh, they got the they got the uh, stormtroopers out there. New, 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 new world yeah, that police officer don't even got no badge on, no stripes on his damn police uniform. Yeah, no, no. Fake news. I see what happened here. Okay, we got fake news, huh? Yep. So they're trying to just cause a scene. All right, that's all they're doing right here. As you can see here, this is according to CNN. Uh, look at the police officer. What police officer looks like that, bro? Right. New, 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 new world order. This dude, he is uniform, one sleeve too big, one sleeve length too big. He ain't shaved. Look at his haircut. Who, what police can wear his hair like that? New, 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 new world order. Where are your police stripes at? New, 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 new world order. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm going to need to investigate that. Don't go on my opinion on that. I just was looking. It might be legit. He looking like a mall cop for sure. All right, please, man. What police officer looks like that? Higher Emerson says 75% of profiles mentioned traveling sugar daddy. And he says, is that bait? Um, many, all the profiles pretty much say the same thing. You guys got to remember, as much as I'm coaching you on these things, they're getting coaching from other women on what to say, uh, what order to say these things in, what profile pictures to put up. And so, you know, when they say things like spoil me, I love to travel, luxury lifestyle, all these girls are going to go do is get they they back blown out. OK, you might go take them on one nice thing and they might have hopes that there's going to have an eternal sugar daddy pay their way through college, which some of them will. But for the most of them, they're just repeating the same things that other people say work. All right. But unfortunately, these women are subpar at best. 
and they're out there wasting time and space for everyone else. All right. And they come on there and then they try to act like they don't know what this is about. Well, I'm on here to really find those long-term sugar that please. Then, then they want you to do what? Do what they can't get on Tinder. I want three dates out of you. And then maybe I'll consider, I'll never sell myself for money. And you're like, where are you? What are you on here for? You're wasting space. <laughs> All right. Making dudes do things that dudes are trying to avoid on Tinder. Not to mention the 40-year-old people, the 40-year-old women. I know you're used to these younger girls, but I can do something. I'm like, well, why don't, why don't you come over here and practice on me and let me see? No, I'm looking to be spoiled. <laughs> oh, man, it's becoming tender. It's becoming sad. I want to be spoiled, and I want steak dinners, and I want this and that. I'm like, goodness, like, why would I be over here for to get your ass? I want to be spoiled. <laughs> I'm like, where did junior college at? Do you have a daughter? That's my next question. Do you have a daughter? Where your daughter at? And is she of age? And is she at a junior college? Are you old enough to have a daughter in junior college? <laughs> All right, yo, 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 you got to have a daughter anytime now. Tick, 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 just waiting for the clock to buzz. Oh, my goodness. Crazy, crazy, crazy. He says, bro, coach bad. <laughs> I know I'm a bad guy. But, you know, most bad guys, here's the thing about bad guys. Most bad guys, you be in the movie, you be waiting for your favorite superhero. There he is, Spider-Man. Here he comes. And then the arch enemy shows up. Oh, my God, there he is, the bad guy right there. And the arch enemy start talking. This is what I want, and this is why I want it. All right? And then the your hero goes, no, we can't do that. We must save humanity. Then the arch enemy start talking again. He's like, if you don't do it, I'm going to tear this shit up. And the guy says, nah, you can't do it right there. And they start fighting. The arch enemy tear up the whole damn place. Then the superhero over here tearing shit up too. They then jumped over cars, cars going over the bridge. All right, buildings are getting demolished. All because the superhero couldn't mind his damn business. Then as the person, everybody's sitting in the rubble, the arch enemy sitting there going, now I done told y'all ass. He starts spewing facts. <laughs> the arch enemy started spewing facts, sitting up there. Now y'all this and y'all that. And y'all wasting space and we running out of resources. And I tried to save myself because of what you did to me in the last film. And all you ham and eggers doing this and that. And you listening to the you listening to the arch enemy like, damn, he making sense, son. And then he said, if it wasn't for you, civilization would have been saved. We would have extra resources. We would have buildings that wouldn't be burning down. I'll be in control, by the way. I'll be the tyrant. <laughs> However, I'll make sure everybody's fed. I'll make sure everybody has clothes. I'll make sure we don't run out of resources. And you listen to the arch enemy like, damn, yeah, son. Yeah, you making shit, son. <laughs> and then the arch enemy be like, you caused $8 billion in collateral damage if you would have just let me do what I needed to do and get that last infinity stone. Hurrah! you like, yeah. <laughs> and guess what? By the time they the film finished, you want the arch enemy to win. You, he's the anti-hero now. You're like, damn, he need to win. 
Same thing in wrestling. The dude come out here, I am a real American. you like, I'm tired of that shit. The good guys in wrestling became the bad guys. Stone Cold Steve Austin, New World Order. John Cena come out there. Dun, 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 dun. You're like, man, sit your ass down. I hope you lose. Kick John Cena's ass. Whoever the bad guy, you was like, kick his ass. <laughs> I'm here for the American way, truth, justice, and I'm here. Say your prayers, eat your vitamins. He's like, man, kick his ass. Because <laughs> you know the arch enemy, you know the bad guy's the right. He's he's telling the truth. The bad guy's telling the truth. The good guy is all here lying and using lies to manipulate you, and it's all about this, and then the good guy get caught lying. All right, anyway. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. So anyway. Yeah, CM Punk, when CM Punk went rogue, everybody was like, oh, you should hate CM Punk. Everybody's like, CM Punk's right. Anyway. The the bad guys are usually the ones that tell the truth. And eventually some people will realize that guy was actually right. It's the good guys who lie and manipulate you. Just look at the look at the situation. I don't want to get too political, but look at Joe Biden and kind of look at Donald Trump. Donald Trump was the a-hole. He was the one doing mean tweets. He was doing things, but he was kind of covering his bases. You know what I mean? Of course, you don't have to agree with everything. Joe Biden, on the other hand, he's a puppet. He's kind of, kind of, you know, goofy. He's he's lost half the time. He selected Kamala Harris, who was absolute garbage. I mean, she's, I don't care what political party, she's absolute garbage. All right. So anyway, he's aloof. He clumsy. You know what I mean? Like, and then everybody's like, he's just a good old guy, but he ain't doing shit. <laughs> like, look at what's happening. Like the dude is actually like trash. You know, he's doing nothing but causing problems. Donald Trump just pisses you off, but. He was at least working. You know what I mean? He was just an asshole. Sometimes the asshole gets the job done. And the good guy don't get ish done, but make you feel good. Oh, I feel good. Look at Obama's presidency. I'm like, what did he accomplish for anybody that wasn't Skittles community? Like, what what else? Like, name like five other things. But he was like, hey, you know, he's a good guy. Every now and then he'll do some soft shoe. He'll do an Al Green lyric. And you're like, oh, he's one of us. He knows Al Green. He'll bring Jay-Z and, and Ja Rule and all these people around. Oh, he brought Jay-Z to the White House. Every now and then you'll be like, hey, he did something good. He ain't do nothing. <laughs> like literally <laughs> Chicago, where he was from. Anyway. But that's what I'm talking about. I never look at somebody and say, he's a nice guy, therefore he can lead. No, the assholes be getting stuff done. And I know that. So this is why when I'm a tyrant. No. All right, this is enough BS. I know there's some Obama defenders and whatnot. They'd be like, they stop, stop and frisk. Again, how did that help me? <laughs> I've never been stopped and frisk. I don't live in neighborhoods where they stop and frisk. He probably signed more stopping for it again. Like what? Political people are going crazy. Obama, not him. It's JFK, Martin Luther King, and Obama. It was the day I cried. It changed my life. <laughs> Remember that? Remember them people? 
I was sitting there in shock, like, damn, they really elected him, bro. I was like, that shit ain't. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, nice guys are the ones stabbing you in the back. Yeah, Obama didn't have no competition either. Like he didn't have no, he wasn't he was running against people like a foot in the grave. Who did he beat? John McCain. I mean, Sarah Palin, she was trash. <laughs> All right. The dictator says, at work, watching my brother Noomsay. Thank you. You guys from the 80s don't. If you're not from the 80s, you don't know about brother Noomsay. He beat McCain. I mean, come on. That was a layup. McCain couldn't even lift his other arm and whatnot. Like, come on. Who else did he beat? He beat somebody. Mitt Romney? That was too easy. It was a layup. Yeah, Romney was close. But, uh, you know. Romney was unlikable over, you know what I mean? You could tell. You just look at Romney like. He beat Hillary. That's who he beat. He had two layups. But he beat Hillary, though. That was the big one. When he beat Hillary, I was like, uh-oh, the fix is in. <laughs> I was like, the fix is in. They about to push it. Somebody told. New, 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 new world order. Hillary was going crazy. She was like, no, he better not beat me. You know, he call, you know Hillary called him all kind of injures for a good nine, 10 years. <laughs> Hillary was like, oh. I'm not losing to this dude with the name close to Osama bin Laden. I mean, you have to think that was much miraculous. His name was close to Osama bin Laden, bin Laden. And he was bin Laden was still alive at the time. And we elected him like, wow, that was pretty impressive. That was impressive. <laughs> it was like, wow, like the name looked the same. You know what I mean? It's like one letter difference. And that's what you saw on the damn poster. I was like, this is this is weird. <laughs> He's supposed to hate this guy over here. And this guy got the same last name. Like, what the? F <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we just messing around. I was thoroughly confused by that. Like, for a long ass time, I was like, wait, what are we doing here? You doing this, right? This the right one? Okay, all right. Uh -oh. <laughs> some, some things like that, I literally don't think is a coincidence. That's when I really go, they're playing with us, aren't they? They're messing with our head. Looks. <laughs> they sit around going, they make stuff up like that to mess with you. Like, oh my God. Anyway, I got to get over to PayPal. Travis. Oh, I got you already, Travis. Thank you for the paralegal. It was not a dig. I, you call me an old school paralegal, meaning we be getting the information out here. <laughs> Somebody said it's not. Like, when would that happen? I could see if he came before we knew about Osama, but he became after, and we put him in the presidency? Man, that is weird. That was completely weird for me. All right, but I, I'm not saying I didn't like it. I voted. All right, shout out to Jose. He says, reminder to live your life on your own terms. A good friend passed away a few days ago at age 42. You only have one life. You only have one life. Yes, indeed. Live your life on your own terms. Um. You know, enjoy women. I would be the guy, you know, go overseas, have fun, go have women over here, women over there. Enjoy your time. Go on vacation for your own reasons. I'm not the one now in this point in my life to be like, 
I want to prove that I can make a woman make me great. Like, the statistically, that is so low. <laughs> you know what I mean? But then when it works, you want to make, you know, I'm going to come out and show other men to make this work. My income grew 130%, one guy said. And I'm like, your love is a one in a million. All right, here we go. Wendell says, we'll come back to you. <laughs> new, 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 new world order. Shout out to you. Maybe we will. Maybe we won't. Who is here? Wiz Division Production says that rant you gave on the earlier stream about how people refuse to be great was legendary. He says, I could tell that topic had you speaking from the heart. I will never understand why humanity would rather self-destruct than support the few exceptional people that exist in this world. Just like KS, people will never appreciate what you are doing for men in this world until after you are gone. Yep. He says, wish I could drop a bigger donation, but I am still on my way up. Thank you for all the entertainment you provided over the years. No matter what happens, your legacy will live on in the hearts of every man who watches your streams and use your wisdom to pursue the free agent lifestyle. Stay on your coach leaning to the day you die. And I pray that the universe will continue to guide you and your guide your way to even more success. Appreciate that, man. Shout out to you. My gosh. And he typed that on PayPal on his phone. That took a lot. Thank you. Wisdom vision. Great, great supporter. He's been here for a long time. Um, but uh, this is where we at. That deserves a co-sponsorship. Appreciate the kind words for men to give kind words. to Other men is not an easy thing to do. So that means when men appreciate other men, they do things like that. And um, I said, we're in weird times. We're in a difficult transition. We're the middlemen to the transition wherever they want us to go. New, 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 new world order. So we do have to get used to the transition. The old school thought of relationships, I think, is dead. I think everybody's going to be using other people. Not, not everybody. Let me take that back. I think people are going to be using other people simply in short-term arrangements, if not concubines, harems, in poly polygamous or polygynous or polyamorous relationships. I, that's where I think the future is. Because, you know, as much, many people want to pull out the one example of somebody that's been married for 50 years. People used to be married for 50. It used to be common to find people that were married for 50 years. You'd be hard-pressed to find somebody married for 30 years right now. You used to find people that were married for 60 and 70 years, and you'd be like, how? These people were together since they were 18. Now people are 32, 34, trying to make it work. They're trying to make it last. Your parents, your great-grandparents were married up, locked up at 18, 17, probably 16. Tied not, procreated, had a whole damn village. Now people getting married and divorced and they ain't even producing children. I, I, I'm letting you know, guys. Marriages barely last seven to eight years. You can't get people to live one year in a lease. With that being said, it's not that love is gone. It's that we don't need that anymore as a society. We could use it. We could certainly use it. And nobody has been able to provide evidence that they've been able to do this successfully. All they're doing is you can and you could and don't give up hope and all this stuff. We're dealing with what's real. They're building more apartment complexes than they are 
single family residences. And that's just a guess. They're building up apartment complexes. Why? They know your asses are going to be in some sort of roommate or single person living. They know this. And they're preparing for it. They're like, we don't need all these single family residencies. Who's going to live in a house by himself? <laughs> they're like, build up all of these damn. And you see the apartment complexes they're building up. It looks like the Carter in the damn New Jack City. They know these cat moms and these dog moms going to need one bedroom apartments or roommate apartments where the two bedrooms are spread apart like this. None of the bedrooms are actually none of the floor plans look like family floor plans where they have the bedroom, the master over here and two bedrooms over here for the kitties. Nope. They got two bedrooms over here and everything's evenly partitioned off, partitioned off for roommates. Come on, man. Luxury ass single person living. I mean, it's it's the writings on the wall. The writings on the wall. Y'all can still do what y'all want to do. Sure, some people are going to have it, but show me people that got married 20 years ago that's still together now. <laughs> okay. Be mad if you want. Act like I'm nihilistic if you want. But if you were an investor, would you invest in family or would you invest in Purina? Mm. I'm investing in Purina. I'm investing in dog, uh, 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 Chewy, Chewy.com. I'm investing in single part or um, a single part. Well, I'm investing in duplexes. <laughs> I'm investing in alcohol, like Wisdom Vision said. I'm investing in box wine and wine. That's where the money going to be. If you are investing in uh, uh, these neighborhoods to come in here <laughs> in 30, 40 years. No. Anyway. He says, why don't you? He says, uh, I'm not going to mention that. No need to disrespect. They actually have homes now, which they call it's not assisted living. But now they transition to the, um, um, not nursing homes, but they have, I can't even know what they call it. Hold on for a second. Let me do a little bit of research right here. Damn, I can't remember it. But for older boomers, older boomers now go from when they downsize, they, most of these boomers are single. I've been to a place like this. And what they do is they basically have small little 350 square feet apartments for old ass boomers. It's not hospice. Let me see here. Independent living. That's exactly what it is. Let's pull it up just so you can show it. It's going to be all the rage in which they they get house cleaners. They get cooks. They do little, uh, you know, shows. They hire somebody to have a piano. They got a bar. It's like a 55 and up community. These things are the rage. And most of these people are single. Independent living. Guys, I'm telling you when where, where the world is going. They're giving me locations here. Let me see. I don't want to show my location. Uh, am I showing this on the screen? Let me see here. It says, um, let me see here. Our lifestyle culture based on the four pillars of wellness offers countless opportunities to learn and grow, whether you're interested in, okay, they got all this stuff here. We don't really talk about that. All right, but independent living is all the rage now because they know all of these boomers, super duper ass single. 
And um, what they're doing is all of these boomers have jobs and careers and all that stuff. So what they do is they have these living situations and these maids come in every day. I don't know how much. They charge them a certain flat rate. They feed them. It's like basically a college dorm. Okay. Somebody said George Orwell is spinning in his grave. And they're small. They're small little. They're small little ass. They used to call one used to call them. Uh, anyway, I can't even think of it. He says, I live in one. I know somebody lives in one right now. Independent living. They, they bring the food. So if you, you can order your food up, it's like a hotel. They bring your food up and set the tray out right outside. <laughs> somebody says i'll tell you about it so coochie coochie something ho what is this coochie ho what oh my god so it's your little pod yeah you living in your little pod and these old people are living like that somebody said let me go on <laughs> he want to go on and they be clapping cheeks and bringing in their girlfriends i'm telling you bro that is the new thing i can't bring you on I can't bring you on, but it's the transition into assisted living. So they got they got uh boomer living, apartment complexes, into a independent living, into assisted living, into nursing home, into hospice. Mm. <laughs> they be nice as hell, though. I've been to one. It's super nice. Cause if you look at it, if you're single, you're like, why would I have a big ass house? You could go into there. Anyway, ask me why I know about this. It's crazy. He said it then to the grave and then into dirt nap. He says, who else is you doing in that? If you that age retire, he says, what else you doing? If you're that age and retire. Yep. Uh, the guy, one brother said, I want to tell you everything. I want to tell you everything. Anyway, independent living is the, all the rage. So it is what I'm telling you, man. They're not building. They're not building these things for, for, for married folk, although there are married folk that go in. Actually, I know, I know a married couple that is in one. <laughs> the reason why I know is I know somebody that I have close to someone that's in one of these. But there's a married couple in there. I'm listening to a story. A married couple move in, and they got two separate pods. I was like, what? They literally got two separate pods. They're a married couple. And I was like, why did they get two? And I was like, did they get two together? The other one was all the way over. <laughs> mm. Oh, my God. I'm like, man, almighty. Yo. And so all of y'all, I'll be my, with my wife for 50 years. You're going to be that couple. They'll be like, we'll move into the building. I got to have my own room. Oh, my Lord. Man, I tell you, man, your hope strategy is showing. Who is this in the building? Big Joker ATL says the, the taste test girl on weekends, Chad, Bobby, Tyrone, Bobby, Miguel. Hmm. He says, is this? Oh, wow. He says, is that soy sauce? Chin, pause. All right. Shout out to you, Chin. Yeah, Big Joker ATL. She knew everything. She know the taste of everything. KT King is in the building. We got four more, and then we're going to get out of here, man. Good evening, CGA. Please consider going into the settings of your chat, of your stream, and change the speed to slow mode, it would make monitoring the chat easier. Okay. Um, you know, when y'all be making me find stuff, let me see here. I always do that, and then I can never see it. 
All right, let me do the last three. SAU came over there, brother. All right, so we got uh, SAU going to end it off on last three. Afternoon, coach. Hope my super chat didn't tilt, didn't tilt you off into collabor into the collaboration. Didn't tilt me out. He says the dice don't work for you to say. Oh yeah, you were just you were just doing phrases. It's all good. Sometimes when you collab, people don't know your phrases and all that stuff. So that's all. All right, it's all good. Who we got here? I watched the KS show. I still respect the message. When you when you read the toxicology report, it says a 57-year-old KS was a baby boomer. Uh-oh. I thought he was said he was Gen X. He's very close to the line of Gen X. So I think Gen X is around 55, 56, 50. I don't know. And I remember he they said he was younger than that. So it's interesting. You know, these YouTube personalities, we really don't know who's who yet. But unfortunately, I don't know. Do you believe the toxicology report? That would be an interesting show. I'm not going to go investigate that. I'll do it all on my own personal time. Shout out to Wade is in the building. He says, protect, protect CGA at all costs. Preach. All right, we're giving you that reality, man. Reality. But guys, if you ever wanted to fall in love, go ahead and do it. Um, it's a great feeling. But we're proving that women are incapable of doing this long term. All right. You know what's coming up, right? Wait, you know what's coming up. Wait, not that. I'm not happy. G Money. <laughs> thank you. My ex wants me back, but I'm in the free agent lifestyle. Of course she did. Guys, always penalize for people for doing this. Depending on how you guys broke up, I don't know. Never take an ex back. All right. What can you get? Leave her ass gone. It's not going to get better. And if you take her back, she might put antifreeze in your Gatorade. Did y'all watch Snapped? <laughs> All right, y'all watch Snap. When I'm with women, I'm with them for a little bit of time. I'm going to have fun with them. And when it's time to go, it's time to go. All right, that's my philosophy when it comes to that. And I don't let them break my schedule. I don't let them break my stride. Ain't nobody break my stride. Can't nobody hold me down. Oh, no. I got to keep. It's nothing personal, ladies, but I got to keep on moving. They be like, what are you doing this weekend? Something else. She's like, what do you mean something else? I didn't even tell you what we were doing. Yeah, but we're doing something else. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Anyway, man, let's get up out of here. Shout out to the coach gang. Let me go get some food and some sleep. And we out of here, brothers. Let's leave you with somebody. Uh, oh, we will leave you with. We already did all of these people. We're going to get some new clips potentially this weekend. We'll get like five new clips. Let's leave you with this one. What's the best thing about being a woman? Probably having tits. Definitely having an ass. <laughs> you grab your boob and you like, you calm down. It's like stress relieving. Yeah. I feel like if a cop like pulls you over, pulls you up or something, then you can just like cry and look pretty. And I think the best thing about being a woman is that pussy is globally accepted as a form of payment. Wow.